Tyler Bingo Generate. I'm Connery 50% of living, but there's still a 10% chance of that. Hanson. <laughs> I was like, what's your last name? <laughs> I forgot. And this is The Franchise, the podcast where friends get together to talk about movie podcasts, big, small, and everywhere in pun tween? I don't know. It's good. I guess you can't. Yeah, is the pun itself a pun? But today we're talking about the Naked Gun franchise, starting with the first movie, The Naked Gun, from the files of Police Squad. And joining with us today is our good friend, back after, back from Back to the Future, <laughs> Joseph Horn. Hello, I'm Joseph Hi. from the Piles of Police Squad Thanks Horn. Thanks for joining us again. <laughs> Joseph from the Police Squad Horn. It's good to be back. You're not going to sing your, your hey, theme I can song, do it. Joseph? <laughs> Da, na, 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 na. <laughs> I love that theme song. It's always stuck in my head for like a Me whole too. week after I watched this movie. Well, I'm glad you just watched it because now it'll yeah. invade yep. your mind for at least seven days. You'll enter into the new year with a naked That's gun right. on the brain. But wait, no, we're, we're, much, we're much further into the new year at this point in time. <laughs> <laughs> it's February, question mark. Uh, and I think I... today is our 50th episode also it is yeah oh my god we have to do i have to do the math really fast otherwise i'm gonna have a heart attack i i i, I wanted something a little more ceremonious than the naked gun no offense wow i am offended wow you've offended joseph we've uh, also offended him by pushing this franchise back one franchise much like we did with back to the future you're right yeah you're right Tyler. this is 50 all right yep joseph's here for the 50th episode i'm very honored congratulations joe now we should. I would rather you do it sooner, but for number ninety nine, you know the perfect movie you can do, Mister Go, because that's his number. <laughs> oh, ninety nine. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see. Everyone knows who Mister Go yeah. is. Yeah, Everyone everybody. that listened to the Back to the Future episode heard me plug it, and they've obviously watched it by now because I... I recommended it. <laughs> yeah, they had to have. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I'll just leave it at that too. I won't describe again who Mr. Go is or how great he is and how many oh. dingers he hits every single game for the Dizon Bears. Yeah, if you don't know, watch a trailer and then uh, actually don't even watch the trailer. Yeah, just, just buy the movie. movie. Just buy like eight copies of the movie. Buy it sight mm-hmm. unseen. It's actually free on Amazon Prime, so you don't even have to buy it. Oh, there you go. Just experience it. Let it mm-hmm. happen to you. I accidentally played an episode of our podcast while recording this podcast. I'm like, where's our theme song coming from? <laughs> it's invading your oh, life. Wait. Okay. My speakers were muted as well. I'm doing so great right now. <laughs> That's okay. I was I was butchering it but, but, uh, butchering it earlier. But lighting it. Um But yeah, we're talking about a naked gun. Uh but before we get to that, Joseph, we have our usual segment of what's new? All right. So, uh, what's new with you? What's new with me? Are you, uh, <laughs> huh? Yeah, you, you've been watching anything or playing or listening or anything? Yeah. That's new um, help. I mean, I've pretty much just been reliving the same week since March, but other than that, oh, uh, I've been, uh, playing, I got, uh, Star Wars Squadrons, which we play, I played with Connery and Jose. Mm-hmm um very yep. much enjoying that uh i think once maybe once jacob gets it we'll play more because that way we'll have more people that'll be fun and uh mm-hmm. i've got operation uh jurassic park evolution was on sale for five bucks so i got Ooh. it 
because it reminded me Ooh, of that wow. old Jurassic Park Operation Genesis game that I like love. <laughs> me and my friend Ben would always play when we were kids, and it was a ton of fun. And this one's just as fun. Like it, it holds up pretty well, and they added a bit more complexity to it, so that's pretty. That's been fun. Five dollars on Steam mm-hmm. or oh, okay, yeah, because I I uh, I just have a dumb Mac. And, uh... <laughs> Mac is also like the new o- newer OSs. Like you can't even go back and play older games. Like even like Left 4 oh, Dead wow. 2 because they, they came oh. out with like patches for that. It's like oh we don't support like I don't know 64 bit or like whatever uh, that is uh, um, games anymore. I'm like why are you doing this? To me? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Maybe one day I'll build a PC when I have a yeah, different yeah. place or something. But I yeah that was on sale on Switch too. But it was like thirty eight dollars. Oh that's yeah, a that's, bit too, much that's too that much for that game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, wait for it to go. Away. Speaking of somebody who bought it at full price, it, that's a bit much for Yeah, that. I'm very happy with it for $5. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I like to make exactly. dinosaurs in that game. I just let them out. And let them run wild. <laughs> yeah. That's all, all I ever do when I play. I'm just like, release them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the fun. Um, what else? I also, my family and I watched Soul the other night and really enjoyed it. Um, Aw. Aw. Yeah. Did you like yeah, it? Yeah, I thought it was good. I like uh, I like that Moss from IT Crowd is in it. <laughs> yes, yeah, Moss is there. I like that too. I was like, I was like, I was like at first I was like, his voice is familiar. Like, yeah. Oh, it's Moss. <laughs> is that uh, Richard Iodi? Yeah, Iodi. Yes. Mm-hmm. Iodi. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's funny. That's pretty much it with me. <laughs> Not much new. Uh, when you're playing squadrons, do you always play as rebels, or does it like alternate, or what? You, you can pick. You can pick a side, or you can just say random. Oh, gotcha. It's mm-hmm. interesting because, like, the Rebels have shields and the Empire don't for their vehicles, oh, yeah. so there's, like, definitely a difference. Um, on some maps, it's, like, there's one map, there's a Yavin map where there's absolutely nothing on the map. It's just empty space, <laughs> and it's impossible to win on the Empire's that map because you can't, like, you know, weave your way through obstacles and dodge. It's just the Rebels just put all their shields full power and just destroy <laughs> you, and it's really frustrating. But other than that, the game's really well done, really well balanced. Uh, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool that like there's a difference because I remember even like for Battlefront two like yeah the first the first Battlefront two not Battlefront two two yeah um, <laughs> the X wings had shields and the Tie fighters are just faster I'm like mm-hmm. yeah that's cool that's like kind of how it is in the original yeah exactly canon or whatever yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah what about you Connery um I recently caught up with My Hero Academia and I like that show a lot it's very good. <laughs> What is that about? Because it's been around for a while. It's an anime, right? Mm-hmm. I just like haven't ever seen it, but everyone just... Not everybody, but I've just heard it mentioned so many times. Yeah, it's, it's basically about this kid who doesn't have any powers in this society where like 98% of the human population has some sort of superpower. And he is given the opportunity to have like... Basically, the Superman of that world is like, hey, I'm part of a long lineage of people who have like contributed superpowers in this chain called All for One. Uh, yeah, all for one. Uh, no, one for all. It's called one for all. That's what it is. The bad guy is all for one. But one for all, he's like, okay, so I'm going to transfer my quirk to you because I'm basically dying. And mm-hmm. you were, you're, you're a good kid. And so it kind of follows his adventure getting into this hero school and his whole aspiring career and education and becoming a superhero. And you also get stuff with, like, the main adult superheroes and, like, him and his classmates and... I was like, yeah, this last season I've watched uh, or finished up around with a Endeavor, one like this, the number two hero who's like this big, angry fireman. 
and it was it was great. It made me get a little emotional because like this is this is the sickest thing. And they have this awesome like musical song that they play whenever shit gets real. And it's what I probably listened to a hundred times when I was writing uh, Jacob's Ark for Starship Impala. So it's good. It, it's it's a banger. <laughs> Joseph, do you sound to the or do you listen to the Naked Gun theme song when you're writing Starship Impala? <laughs> <laughs> no, I should though. You should. That'd be great. I could do yeah, that. Yours had a very police procedural kind of vibe to it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I do like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, detective stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Starship Impala, Connery and Joseph's other podcast, which uh, Connery will undoubtedly plug at the end of the episode. Yeah, undoubtedly. Or Joe will beat me to it. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Um, that that show sounds a little bit like the movie we covered last week, We Can Be Heroes. Yes. It very much is in the vein of We Can Be Heroes. Yeah, My Hack Hackadamia is very... Er, that show definitely took some... Ugh, my voice today, Jesus. That movie definitely took some beats from My Hero Academia. <laughs> that movie that we've definitely watched and aren't recording out of order. Mm-hmm. Yes, our timeline <laughs> is not screwed up right now at all. I'm not holding back what I what I also watched this week to talk about in a more relevant week. <laughs> oh, okay. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna mention it some other week? Yeah, I'm gonna mention it okay. when we record. Uh, you know, we can be heroes. <laughs> me. I, nothing really new with movies, but I have made kind of a stupid goal for myself of just playing and trying to beat every game I have on Switch before I can (gasps) get a PS5. Duh. Because I don't feel like I won't get a PS5 for like four more months because they're just not available. Same. Yeah. Uh, So I just played Resident Evil Revelations, which I think is originally a 3DS game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But uh, now it's on Switch and it was pretty fun. It's like kind of like takes place between the main games it -hmm. all takes place on like a haunted boat and i like the the uh, zombie designs a lot they're all pretty like nautical like there's kind of (laughs) like there's like a big like there's like a sea urchin-y kind of thing there's like an octopus (laughs) kind of zombie um the main the main uh zombie design is actually pretty cool too it looks kind of just like the the thing from uh pan's labyrinth like that's that's like waiting in that big hall that's just like you know, with oh, all the, the pale man, yeah, the pale man. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, the story's whatever. The fight, the game, like the combat stuff is pretty fun. Uh, but <laughs> this is just a long list of games that everyone played like eight years ago that I'm recommending now. Um, <laughs> I never and... played Revelations. <laughs> well, you can now. <laughs> and I just started playing Siberia, which is an even older game. It came out in, like 2002. It's like an adventure game. It's kind of mm-hmm. kind of point and click. And it's just, like, perfectly boring for me. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, a lot of text dialogue. And, like, it's just, like, the, the conversations are very stilted because it's, like, an old game. And, like, the graph. <laughs> I, I guess I'm just, it makes me at ease for some reason. It's just like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's an old adventure game. Like, it's very easy to play. You have to, like, mm-hmm. figure things out. But there's no, like, danger at all. You're just yeah. slowly figuring things out and puzzles and stuff. And then... The graphics remind me of like it's very like that era of like Final Fantasy VII, I think. Like oh. what that graphical design looks like. Like not the character okay. models, but like the world. And mm. I guess I, it just puts me in like a comfortable spot because it just reminds me of nostalgia from when I was a kid. <laughs> so that's probably <laughs> what it is. But well, uh, there you go. yeah, it's pretty fun. I'll come back to talk about it again whenever I beat all three of them. <laughs> you have a grocery bag to go through, my dude. I know. I just. I'm probably just like spending a bunch of time that I should on more productive things doing that. But bah. that's my life. And you're growing a mustache. 
<laughs> yes, which I don't remember if you brought up last time. I didn't. But I'm slowly growing a mustache for the first time in my life. I'm 27 years old, and this is the biggest mustache I've ever gotten. Nice. Uh, <laughs> it's huge. Quiet, Joseph. <laughs> Quiet, Joseph. <laughs> you can grow a mustache in like two days. No. Connor could grow faster than I could. Ha <laughs> ha. It's not the uh, time. It's the, uh, I don't know. Effort? <laughs> you have to push on your mustache to make it go out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I put sour cream on my mustache. To... <laughs> but, uh, you know, this being the first time I've ever, like, had this amount of mustache, I'm already just feeling just generally more masculine than I ever have. Uh, I suddenly have an urge to go fishing. Uh, hey. How many Bud Lights have you consumed? <laughs> to do some carpentry work, uh, you know. Talk the, the about sports. <laughs> Talk about sports. <laughs> the general concept of sports. That's that's oh, what's new cool. with me. Um, <laughs> but I guess uh, that's our little segment. What's new? And new. we should talk about the movie now. The Naked Gun from the Files of the Police Squad. But I'm so excited. Yeah, Joseph, you're the one that recommended this whole franchise, I think. Yep. Because I was just asking what you wanted to do because you haven't been on in a while. So tell us a little bit of history with, uh, with these movies for you. Did you just like grow up with them? Like what's... I mean, the pun stuff is pretty apparent, but yeah, <laughs> give us a full yeah. rundown. Yeah, no, I, I didn't grow up with them or anything. Um, I just, I think, I think I watched it for the first time in college. I, I saw Airplane first. I think when I was yeah. in high school, my mm-hmm. with my parents, and then I was like, oh, this is by the same people as Airplane. I liked Airplane, and I, I think Naked Gun is way better than Airplane personally. But it's because wow. it's because I like this what it spoofs i like you know detective yeah. movies more than i like disaster movies so for me it's mm-hmm. i've seen so many i've read like raymond chandler i love his books and like i love oh, detective yeah. movies i love that kind of stuff so the seeing it spoof that is more enjoyable to me than like seeing a spoof of a disaster movie um it's definitely like i think i've decided that this is probably my favorite comedy like of all time because it's just like it, it's just so it's just a laugh after laugh after laugh and uh and of course it has baseball in it which i love so it's like, <laughs> yeah you, i was you know, gonna say like the like whole the third, the whole third act is just them at a baseball yeah, game baseball. and it's incredible uh, like your, this uh, is this is the point where it just totally makes sense to me why joseph really likes this movie <laughs> yeah like it's it just the way they spoof baseball is really funny with all the things they do and uh it's Apparently, it was supposed to. The baseball scene was supposed to be like an entire hour <laughs> to cut a lot oh, of wow. it out. <laughs> and like, there was more stuff with like all the the people in the you know they have like eight people in the booth uh, talking about mm-hmm. the, you know commentating. <laughs> There's more with all of them and stuff, but uh, you know they cut it down. And it you know it works. I'm glad that you know because it works so well. They clearly needed to cut it down, but it would also be mm-hmm. really interesting for me to see the full one just because I think it'd be funny. <laughs> I was gonna say. Um... During that scene where Leslie or whatever they what's what's the what's the old man's name? Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Thank you. I knew it was Leslie was his actor name. When Leslie Nielsen adopts the persona of the umpire, I was yes. kind of like, how can you <laughs> just tell me to watch 
that seeing the naked gun when I was doing your short film. <laughs> That's basically what I was going for with your, um, but not, I didn't want it to be that over the top, you know, like I didn't want it to be <laughs> dancing around behind the plate, but yes, that whole, like just the ump is like wanting the spotlight on himself rather than the game. Like that's what I was going, yeah. what I was, what I was trying to go for, for you and Kenny Hobbs. <laughs> Definitely. Right. I'm glad, I think I was thinking you'd pick up on that. <laughs> yep. I was like, huh? All right. I get it now. <laughs> yeah. Connery famously played the umpire in Joseph's uh, college thesis film. Can, which can you? Mm-hmm. Uh, can I send you the file of him as the ump, and you can edit it into the podcast? <laughs> what? Just like <laughs> the audio the file? Yeah, right? like the, yeah! <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll if, put it in at the end or something. <laughs> yeah, that'll be great. We'll we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just have to find it. I think it's uh, on my computer somewhere. So dig through the files. Yeah, the matrix. <laughs> but yeah we were talking uh just over text uh joseph about like how there's not too many baseball franchise movies yeah there's, like major league kind of <laughs> yeah major <laughs> and, like, league would be not the other too, one too much else but uh so i'm glad we found a stealth baseball movie in this one yeah me too um this is definitely this is definitely my favorite like as far as this franchise goes though i really only want i i've only watched the third one like twice because i i don't think it's as good as either of the first two the second Mm. one is pretty close to the first one but the first one's just like far and away the best so that's the one i watch the most and then the second one i've seen more times you know a few times but but the the first one's definitely definitely the best yeah i mean i'm assuming this is the only one that has a weird owl cameo yes (laughs) (laughs) yes that's true I would say it took me some time to warm up to this movie. At first, I was it's during the same reason, like Bangladesh or just like some Middle Eastern yeah, the country. I was just sitting there, like, oh no, this is gonna be kind of uncomfortable. I feel like <laughs> yeah, the first scene probably doesn't. That's probably that doesn't age too well. Yeah, but... yeah, and then was... like OJ's there, and I'm like, oh, yeah, OJ's here. <laughs> no, that's, that's definitely <laughs> weird too. too, too but yeah. at least he's not in it a lot. <laughs> it's like no. He's in a coma most of the time, and so he's in like two scenes, and yeah. So he's after getting, that, like, hit with things. <laughs> yeah, and like after that, I was like, okay, this is. I I was getting more. La- I was laughing more. I'm like, okay, it's actually it's actually enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, and um, speaking to like the Zucker, like this is another like Zucker Abraham Zucker movie, like yeah. like Airplane and uh, Hot Shots, and Top Secret, and right? Top Secret. I love Top Secret. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one too. <laughs> but um. Yeah, these are the ones I haven't seen. Is the the naked gun ones? So I'm glad we're finally getting. I'm that I'm personally getting around to them. But Good, like yeah. the the first scene definitely feels like something out of like that would be in Hot Shots. Yeah, I also uh, over quarantine watched. I found like the so this movie was based on a TV show they tried to do called Police Squad. Oh. That's why it's Naked Gun from the Files of Police Squad. <laughs> and I found those episodes like on YouTube, like these crappy like uploads. But I was like, oh, I'll watch them. And uh, they were really funny, but I could see why, like, it was better as a movie than a show, because it was just one of those mm-hmm. things where you kind of have to, you really have to be paying attention to watch it and, like, understand the humor, because it's, a lot of it's very subtle. So, mm-hmm. as a TV show back then, it was kind of ahead of its time, where people would just kind of have it on and not pay attention, <laughs> and they didn't find it funny. Because <laughs> they weren't yeah. really, but... Oh, sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, cause just because they weren't really, like, looking to be entertained in that way like there's know. a there's a moment if when you say, speak to subtlety there's a moment where, where what's it called it's, it's like way late into like the third act but 
the bad guy and the girl say like Frank. There was this. Dre-, she says Frank, and he says Drebin. And he goes, "You're both right." Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. stuff like that. That's what I love. It just uh, cracks me up. But if you don't, if you don't really think about it, it's just you miss it. You know, it's that took so me a funny. second right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's his name. He's like, "Yes, you're both right." <laughs> Yeah, I definitely noticed that about this movie, like compared to Airplane. Airplane, it feels like this nonstop goofs, and there's like mm-hmm. a lot of uh, goofs and gags, as I like to say in this movie. Yeah. But there's like a, it's still a plot that's yeah. going throughout. Definitely. So you definitely need to be like looking at the screen sometimes to get like some of the, there's less prop work, I think, too, in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's no inflatable pilot or anything. <laughs> yeah. There's I like a... all the bits with the car that they use, yeah. though. Yeah. I will say that. <laughs> I it, I gotta laugh every single time. Oh be, yeah, like, dragging the luggage from the plane yeah. to the police precinct. <laughs> the best like, one is the airbags. <laughs> yeah, like the airbags. everyone see the driver. Like, it just keeps, it's like, like blowing car. up. And it, like, he shoots and it sets on itself on fire and starts careening down the street. He's just like shocked. He's like, who who who's yeah, driving? Yeah, yeah. Did anyone get a look at like, the driver? What did anybody know the plate? And it's like that's your car, dude. So good. And it's just, he's, Leslie Nielsen's just so good in it because he's just so, he believes in everything he does. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, he just has so much, like, faith in what he's doing and plays it so straight. That is what makes it so funny. Like, he just believes wholeheartedly in everything his character does. And it's, it's (laughs) incredible. It's good. This, uh, yeah, this movie, like, you, I think mostly Connor, you're saying, like, it starts off pretty slow and I had to get into it. Mm -hmm. Um, up to the point of, the news conference there's like some funny bits there but like just him peeing over the uh yeah. com, like the sound i was like oh it's pretty funny but then it like goes on yeah. for a while and i'm just like oh wait, yeah. why is this not really connecting i'm like oh because austin powers which came out after this but <laughs> that's like the iconic pee scene to me <laughs> pee more so than the naked guy <laughs> I was like, oh, the loud pee-pee, of course. I kind of hoped it'd just be big farts. Farts land yeah. a little bit harder for me than pee things. Yeah. Same. There's only, like, he two did, farts. And they yeah, he does like fart at the end, but, yeah. Or or him as, like, an old man just, like, struggling to urinate and just be like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I think that would kill me a lot more. Uh, yeah. But the first joke related to that, that, like, I was like, okay, I'm starting to get locked in, is when they go to the... Like San Pedro, or basically like the the uh, the harbor. Area. Yeah. And then who's uh, who's that actor who plays like the police chief? I've seen him in so many things. Oh, yeah, I, I forget his name, but he's he's George really Kennedy? good in this. He, uh, I don't know. Oh, it's because he's in airport also. Yeah, George Kennedy. Airport. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just like they're like looking at the uh, the police, the crime scene, and there's just uh, an a chalk outline in the water. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't notice that at all. Oh yeah, it's so funny. It's just like floating there in the water. That's OJ's. And he goes, Kenny's like, want to take a dinghy? Yeah. Nelson Nelson's like, no, I took care of that at the press conference. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so good and then that scene after where he's where he, he's talking to the dock worker and they're bribing each other <laughs> so funny yeah that's good um i like when the cop has the uh the loud loudspeaker the loud whatever they think the horn yeah the bullhorn it's like please keep moving yeah it's please like, well, it's like, yeah, it's like two people <laughs> yeah it's two people staring he's like please disperse yeah, yeah, I love that scene where they're interchanging the the, tw- <laughs> the money to pay for information. 
Uh, it's funny. It, I, it's kind of like, I think in this show, they do it differently where they have, so he goes to, you know, like in cop shows, they always like, they're informant on the street, you know, and it's like their guy. Yeah. So in this, he goes to this guy who's a shoe shiner and he's like his informant on the street every episode. And he'll say like, Hey, what do you know about, you know, the, the, whoever he's trying to catch. And the guy will tell him, Oh, I heard this or that or this. And then, and then he goes, okay, thanks. And then after he leaves, they'll have another guy come up. And it's like, you know, like the first episode, it's like a doctor. And he's like, hey, what do you know about brain surgery? And then he like tells him how to do brain surgery and stuff like that. And there's one where like Tommy Lasorda sits down. And he's like, hey, how, what do you know about managing a bullpen? And the guy's like, oh, you need, you know, a lefty reliever and all this stuff. It's so funny. I think it's just like another way they did that like information spoof that I, that I really loved about the show. Yeah. That kind of humor like never gets old to me. Like yeah. uh, all these, all the Zucker Abraham Zucker movies like that I've seen, like uh, especially from the eighties and and uh, like Airplane and stuff. Like I just can watch them on repeat. Like I think they also did. Did they do? They did one of the the uh, scary movies, but I forget which one. It might have been. He was it. Leslie Nielsen was in one of them. It might have been that one. Yeah, it is Scary Movie Three, which is probably my favorite, even though like. Like, I haven't seen the first one too much. The second one was always on, but it always kind of, like, weirded me out. Um, but Scary Movie 3, yeah, Leslie Nielsen's in it. And that's that's just one of my favorite... Like, it's not from him. It's from uh, Charlie Sheen, when it's, like, the spoof of Signs. Um, and he it's, like, the, sign, the scene in Signs where he finds out that his wife, like, died in a car crash. And the cops are trying to explain what happened to her to Charlie Sheen in, in Scary Movie 3. And he's just like very confused. There's <laughs> a point where the cop just has a hot dog and he rips it in half to show that she was like cut in half. And, and he's just like, she broke her wiener? She and for some reason that's just wiener. always so funny to me. I don't know why. At least at the time. She but, broke her wiener. It's just like that classic like, Zucker kind of. Yeah, like the yeah. words having different meanings or, you know, interpreting things differently than how they were presented is like a common mm. gag they do, which is funny. Yeah, where do they go? Oh, I guess the scene after this where uh, he meets Priscilla Presley, right? Yeah, and Khan. Yes. <laughs> is Oh, yeah, and Khan. I was like, is his name Khan in this, <laughs> no. too? Oh. Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> yeah, Ricardo Montalban. He's so good in this, too. Yeah, he's, he just plays it incredibly straight. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's good in that. He's he's he delivers a lot of good bits. I love that his home is the subject of like the most abuse any home has ever suffered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like uh, when Leslie has like the the v- priceless pipe and he skewers his line fighting fish with it. Or, yeah, like, exactly. Even like when he breaks an entry and like burns his house down. <laughs> I love. That got me real good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fun and like he plays off of leslie nielsen so well like the scene where he uh like right when they meet for the first time and he offers him the cigar and he's like cuban and leslie nielsen's like uh no uh dutch irish <laughs> but he just like he just like takes and he it says and my dad's like, from, from wales i'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> he's just like and, and then ricardo Montalban is just like okay like he, you know he just like you know moving on but like he does it so well and just the way they the way they had really good chemistry together, I think, in this movie. They were good. Yeah. Even when he's digging for the 
the knife or like the tiny sword or whatever in the water um and then ricardo montalban turns and you just see yeah. like water splashing behind leslie nielsen and there's just like no recognition of that yeah and he's talking like you know this used to be buildings as far as the eye can see and then you know leslie is like ah and he like screams and thing bites his nose he's just like yes exactly like he you know, thinks he's like saying yes and just plays off it so funny <laughs> That line, though, like you're saying, Connery, the I know this little out of the way place that serves great Viking food. That's good. And that's it also so made me think, funny. like, that'd be cool if there was a Viking food restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm curious what that would be, just like mutton or something. Like, yeah. what is that? Probably that's a lot of fish. Evil, like pickled herring. Yeah, and a lot of fish, meat, probably. I guess. Mead. Just really out there Swedish food, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd be down. It'd be like medieval times or something. I want to yeah. see a Viking show. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah. It'd be like a big water world type event. That'd be kind of fun. Ooh, that would be really cool. Yeah. Watch a pillage in real time. Uh, I feel like I've been talking a lot. So what's a scene that stands out to either of you more? Because I have plenty. <laughs> well, <laughs> Joe, I was, you can go first. I was going to add one more thing about the scene where they meet. Where he meets Ricardo Maltabon for the first time and Priscilla Presley for the first time. I love how mm-hmm. they, they that's the first time they incorporate like the narrate, like the typical like detective narration yeah like and you know he sees he sees priscilla presley and he does the whole like internal monologue about her and stuff and it's great because like i i especially love it because they say he says the thing about like oh she gave me a look i could feel in my hip pocket which is actually like a raymond chandler quote like that's like a direct like thing from raymond chandler where he says like she gave me a smile i could feel in my hip pocket and I, I, to me, I just like, I just love that because it's so detective. Like that, the internal monologue is really what you think about when you think of like detective movies, at least for like noir detective movies. What about and, what uh, about the line where he says like she had legs I could suck on for days? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean that's not Raven Chandler, but but that's the point that it's like it's just so it just makes fun of the internal yeah. monologues and there's how they're so like goofy, but like they also I love them because they are so cheesy, you know. <laughs> like, it's it's great. It is good, but what what else what what else stands out to you, Joe? Um, I mean, obviously the baseball scene, but I figure that's that's the end. I guess maybe we'll talk mm-hmm. about later. Um, so yeah, it, we'll come back. So to instead that, of that, I'll say, um, man, I it's like oh, I love the scene where they talk about um, he goes to the guy with the gadgets, right? The Ed, I think, or <laughs> Ted. Right? One of them's Ed. Ed is his is his boss, and then I think the other guy's <laughs> name is Ted. And, yeah. uh, and they, well, I mean, first the anti-graffiti wall is pretty funny. So they, you know, they spray the wall and it sprays them back. <laughs> but then, I don't know, if this is another, like, subtle thing they do. As they're walking into the other room, Ed and Ted walk through the door and Leslie Nielsen <laughs> walks around the set. <laughs> so, like, this, oh, I the, missed that. Yeah, the wall the set yeah. just stops and he goes around it and they go through the door. <laughs> I screamed. I was, I was like, ah, he's, he's not using the door. He's just walking around the set. Yeah, it's just so funny. It's just those little things. And then, like, you know, when he goes look in the microscope, he's like, I don't see anything. Like, use the other eye. So he, like, use your open off. eye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Classic. <laughs> This stuff like that, oh man, it's so good. Um, and then yeah, like that that bit too with uh, all the gadgets and he, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the Q equivalent exactly. Uh, from James yeah. Bond's like, oh, this thing won't kill you; it'll just knock out your opponent or whatever. Mm. And then he just shoots the, <laughs> the police chief immediately. Yeah. And the police Here, chief let me try like, it on Ed. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, why would you do that? And then he just like falls asleep. Why? <laughs> He's so dismayed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's so good. 
that really tall guy too yeah (laughs) right yeah that's by uh the actor's name is tiny ron i guess (laughs) you have something on your corner of your mouth and he just wipes it there's a a banana banana. That that's a gag they do in the show too, where like he'll be he's tall so that you know you don't see what and like you know one episode they're like uh, that hat's not regulation and then he like takes off and it's like a big sombrero it's like all like multicolored <laughs> like stuff like that like you just you can't see what he's doing so they they do gags like that it's pretty funny yeah apparently he's in Ace Ventura Roadhouse hmm. oh I'm trying to remember which part there's a very tall man in Roadhouse probably plays... somebody Jim Carrey has to fight. He played no in Roadhouse, not Ace Ventura. <laughs> oh, Roadhouse! But also probably in Ace Ventura, he has to fight him. He plays Mountain in Roadhouse, Rock in Ace Ventura. Oh, and uh, there's a theme going on. Yeah, <laughs> he's also in The Rocketeer, apparently. <laughs> Rocketeer. Ooh, and he plays Sasquatch in Sasquatch Mountain. Something hey. I haven't heard of, but I do like Sasquatch. You do. But uh, yeah, that whole sequence is good. I like the sequence right before that too, where uh. I don't know that the business corrupt business partner is coming to Ricardo Montalban. Oh yeah, Mr. Papschmier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, all right, but uh, I just really like it when an old lady is like an assassin or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Very specific thing I like a lot. Yeah, uh, he just uses the mind control thing to uh, make her. <laughs> she's like clicking the gun and then clicks it on herself and it's like yeah. oh my god horrifying uh, and then he's like have you ever seen sensory induced hypnosis and then the guy's like i think i just have like that's a very like i don't know like like witty to like bad guy dialogue cliche kind of <laughs> i think you know um have you guys both seen allied no. uh, is is that like the world war Two one where like the guy s- suspects his wife of being yeah. like spy. Yeah, that one's good. I like that movie. Wait, have oh, you seen Joseph? yeah, with uh, the, with Brad Pitt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've seen that. I just I just watched it for the first time, and spoilers for Allied, but <laughs> there's an old lady in that that ends up being like a German spy, and it was just like, <laughs> oh shit! Like just like when like an old lady is like secretly a villain. I like that a lot. I just like that trope for some reason. And then, like, Brad Pitt, I'm like, pulls a gun on her. And I'm like, oh, she, he's going to shoot her. And then he does shoot her. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> but, you know, he's an, she's a Nazi. So what you yeah. going to do? Yeah. Take that, old Nazi. I haven't seen that movie since it came out. I Same. I don't remember it much. But, yeah. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I do remember like, enjoying it. Maybe I've, I've, I've just watched a lot of other Robert Zemeckis movies that came out, like, this past decade. I'm like... Oh, so like Allied was actually like, oh, this one feels like a movie. There's a moment I like a lot where Leslie's going to the uh, like the the place where the queen's first introduced, like her party, where like they yeah. cut the cake and slit her throat at the <laughs> same time. It's horrifying. <laughs> but like before that, when like they do like the frisking, scene, oh yeah, like, like all right, they, like he reaches behind, and the guy's like, what? And he pulls out the chief's gun because the chief's behind. He's like, what's this? You got a gun? <laughs> He, he has a picture of like, your wife. He has a picture of your wife. Yeah, and then he's like, "Is anyone else here sleeping with Ed's wife?" And he's like, "No, no, it's okay." He doesn't want to know. Yeah, that's probably like one like the, my biggest laughs in this movie. I was just like, "This is probably my favorite bit of the entire thing." Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh. Yeah, OJ throughout this movie, like. Yeah, he's he's very much just in the background. What's his name again in this? Like Nordberg. Nordberg, yeah. Nordberg. <laughs> no, it's a pretty funny name. Yeah. 
and then he just gets crushed by beds and like yeah. shot a bunch in the beginning of the movie um <laughs> The beginning of the movie, though, I was going to say, that's one of my, like, favorite shots is, like, when he's, when he, uh, he enters the, th- the, uh, the room with the guys playing cards, he enters the boat, yeah. OJ, and then, like, he, he drops the gun, and it lands on the floor, and then you see the, or I think the bad guy drops his gun, right? He lands on the floor, mm-hmm. and then, it, like, the door opens, and the light shines, like, right on the gun, and then that's, like, the Ricardo Montalban reveal, and we see him step out of the shadows, like, Right. I just love that shot every time I see it. It's so it's so noir, like because of the stark con, like the stark contrast with like the light on the gun, the shadows everywhere else, and he steps out of the shadows. Like every time I see that shot, I just I'm like I love it so much. <laughs> mm. And then he gets shot, and then like lands in wet paint, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> burns his hand, he he goes through a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But yeah, he's oh, OG. Yeah, he's he's not in it much that it's not too awkward <laughs> to have him. Or, we'll have to see for the sequels. <laughs> no, right. Yeah. I I don't think he's in I don't think he's in the third one at all. And I don't think he's in the second one much either, if I remember. It's been a while since I've seen the second one, but if I remember correctly, he's not in it much. I I just pulled up a line on here that I I literally wrote down verbatim because I thought it was really good too. It's when Leslie's kicked off the force, and he goes, to think the next time I shoot someone, I could be arrested. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, Ooh, that's very relevant. Which all, it also reminds me, I love the line where, uh, right as he's getting kicked off the force, and uh, he's like, and, and they're talking about the, uh, he's like, he's like, she's like, you just shot it, she shot five innocent people. And he's like, well, when I see weirdos dressed in togas in the park, <laughs> just stabbing a man, I shoot the bastards. <laughs> And then she's like, they were actors! It was Shakespeare in the park. <laughs> but it's, again, just that, like, earnest belief that, like, he thinks he's, like, you know, he's like, oh, those people are actually stabbing this guy. <laughs> like, this is funny to me. Yeah. Good satire on police. <laughs> <laughs> I guess let's talk about a, a couple things that I feel like don't work so well for us. Sure. But the, and mm-hmm. then we'll switch back to more things that we like a lot, because there's a lot mm-hmm. that I like in this movie. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, what's like a scene that like doesn't really that doesn't really work for you, Connery? <sighs> uh, the beginning and everything with OJ, but that's because every act OJ has done a lot of bad things. Yeah, so... <laughs> it's like going back so and just... watching a Kevin Spacey movie. Like you're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's I like... can't tell you how hard it's been uh, to resist watching Nine Lives again. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So that kind of irks me. So seeing OJ, I'm like, ah, oh, it's kind of funny that he's getting kicked around. But at the same time, I'm like, eh, he's a murderer. Yeah. And then, again, the, I have a big problem with the opening scene because I think it's just really mean to Middle Eastern people in general. Because I was like, wow, like they're just plotting to kill Americans every day all the time, I guess, I in mean, this movie. It's like specifically all it, the like, yeah, West, like all the. Like Fidel Castro, yeah, um, G- Gaddafi, yeah, they're like League of Evil, yeah, like it's yeah. it's specific people, so it's like not just a stereotype, but yeah, I, I don't think it really aged well, regardless. And then some, yeah, of, yeah some of them are like Ayatollah <laughs> Khomeini and like Yasser Arafat, and like I don't know much about enough about them to consider, like you know, like, yeah. When he punches the turban off the one guy and he has a mohawk, I was kind of like, eh, a little much. <laughs> Even like Gorbachev's there, you know, I'm like, yeah. He's like one of the seemingly better Russian leaders, you know, but it's just like to make the Mulbar- Mulberry Mark joke where it's like, I knew it. Yeah. There's another bit that feels very 80s. It, I feel like 
most of my problems with this movie take place in the beginning where they are doing this, the credit sequence and we'd go through a women's locker room. I was kind of like, unnecessary, silly, dumb. Oh, I forgot about the whole intro, which I like a I, lot. I do love the part. whole intro, though, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like where the, the car is going and like all the places. Yeah, it's just like on the street, normal, and then it goes on the sidewalk. Like, oh, and the roller coaster. Someone's house. Yeah. You can see, you can see, I think it is the shower scene where you can see the camera, or maybe it's when he's going through the house, you can see the camera shadow, and you can see the rig that they use, so it's just like, you see the steady cam with, like, the light in front of it. (laughs) It's pretty, if you go back and watch it, it's pretty cool. So, I think that's where my problem with it really kind of end for the most part. I can't wait for you to tell me more, but (laughs) that's where I was kind of like, the beginning was a bitter pill to swallow. I was like, oh, is this going to be one of those movies where I watch, and I'm like, this is really, like, outdated in a bad way. But, you know, it, 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 it got better, stuck more towards bit than being, like, mean or patronizing most of the time, I felt like. But, Tyler, what's some problems you had? Oh, um, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing, just later on. <clears throat> the whole, like, part, half of that scene I like, where he's, like, uh, climbing on the outside wall of the building, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, right. was, but then he's, like, trying to, like, not fall over, and he has, like, his hands on, like, the statue's boobs, and then accidentally puts his hands mm-hmm. on, like, the lady's boobs, and yeah. it's like, alright, yeah. and then it just mm-hmm. keeps going more and more, where, and then, like, mm-hmm. they even address it in the next scene, Yeah, where it's like, you try to sexually assault this lady, and I'm like, let's just, yeah. like, not make jokes about that, but, mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's not, like... I don't think that's like ever like you probably shouldn't have done that in the 80s either, but it's just like mm-hmm. a, a dated thing too. You know, it sounds so like, really grim when you say sexual assault with a concrete dildo. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot. But mm-hmm. what I do like in that scene is when he's holding on by the wiener <laughs> of the statue, and then the lady looks out, and he's like trying to. Like, it looks like he's trying. He's opening his mouth, like trying. It just looks like he's just like trying to suck off a statue outside of her building. I'm just like that's the weirdest thing I would ever see. Like a man hanging from it. Yeah, I like how malleable the stone wiener is. Like it goes like up and down and around. Like it does yeah, everything. He, he flips it over, and then it just cut. There's like a little insert shot of the statue smiling because his his wiener's facing up. That's pretty funny. But the other half of the scene, like, yeah, this is, I mean, it definitely wouldn't be a scene nowadays. So I think the only things I don't really like about this movie are just stuff that's dated, which I guess kind of just comes with it because it's from 88, I think, you know? Yeah. Is there anything for you, Joseph, that doesn't work? Or is it just kind of That's mine. That's my same one. Yeah, that scene with, like, on the balcony. That's always the one where I'm like, like, if I'm ever watching it with someone for, like, showing, like, for the first time, I'm like, (laughs) okay, there's one scene (laughs) in this that it's not great but <laughs> like that's always like kind of usually give a warning about that scene but otherwise yeah uh, i think everybody has those movies that are like an older movie that like you grew up with or just like like a lot and, and then you forget about yeah. that one scene and you're trying mm-hmm. to show somebody new it and you're like oh, it, it's oh, the same no. thing it's, it's like it's like we talked about in like back to the future really the same thing where like with biff yeah. and like in the car and he's basically like sexually right. assaulting her and it's like oh yeah mm-hmm. that's wouldn't fly today but like that's just what you know it's the same same thing it's the 80s like i don't know classic 80s yeah classic 80s <laughs> so otherwise this is yeah i, I love pretty much everything else about this movie yeah let's and, go back to the positives yeah let's not, let's not dwell in the pit um there's so many <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> i like the the evil doctor guy getting uh <laughs> he crashes into the oil tanker oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> That whole car chase is so good. Oh, right. Before that. Yeah, that's my favorite scene, actually, with uh, Stephanie. Stephanie rules. Yeah. She's the teen driver. 
extend your hand out the window. Now pull up your middle finger. <laughs> and then Jack Gower is like, like <laughs> look at his face. Yeah. He's just like, whoa. I know. Yeah, that's definitely one of my like favorite car chases, I think, ever. <laughs> yeah. The fact, just the idea of that. Like, it's a student driver. Exactly. Like, the teacher is just like, no, wouldn't be going 65 on the wrong side of the street. <laughs> one way street. <laughs> and then the truck comes up and he's like, okay, slow, apply the brakes, throw it in river. Like, he's just like, this instructor's just calm the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then i love like leslie nielsen makes the best faces too and like after they 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 avoid the truck and then she floors it and he like gets slammed back into the seat and it's like, like that seat's like speed. rubber and his face is just so funny <laughs> yeah. oh my god and uh oh right when he's uh he pulls out the gun to shoot and it's like right next to like the driver, like his yeah. he- head and she's just like looks concerted and then rolls up her window a little rolls bit that's it it's just so funny and then so he does he the same at the end when he crashes into the fireworks store and he does the same thing as the cop earlier he's like nothing to see please disperse and there's fireworks <laughs> going off behind him the building exploding like yeah people like jumping out of the ground <laughs> it's a nothing to see please disperse there's a there's another bit i like i think it's when he's deceived and like an actual like i think somebody's trying to kill him one of them the bad guy's goons and he's standing up high on like a billboard he said he's like shouting at him and he fires his gun but like, misses every oh, shot yeah. unless he goes i can't hear you when you fire your gun at the same time as talking yeah because the bad guy goes I have a message for you from I forget Montalban's character name um, for some reason, but he's like, yeah, I have a message for you from him, like which is a very like trope of like a mafia movie, like oh here's a message from so and so, and you shoot him. So then that yeah. ties into it, and he's like, I can't hear you, your message when you're shooting the gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, that is the message. <laughs> And then Leslie's holding his nose the whole time. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, it's too stinky in here. It's stinky. And I, I, want, I wrote a little comment here. When the nuclear waste got poured into the pork sausage, I was like, that's the pork joker. That's how he gets born. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The toxic waste is just in a, in a slaughterhouse for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it just gets melted. The- There's just so many good little bits in this. Like... I love the montage of all the neon on the on the sidewalk with the water. Like, oh yes, cool shot, mm. and then he just jumps into hopscotch. Yes, the feet, <laughs> and then he yeah, it's just following his feet, and then he goes in the hopscotch, and he's like the thoughts just kept coming up like bubbles in a case of club soda. <laughs> like, it's just like it's one of those just like Raymond Chandler like similes that is just so yeah. great. I love it. And at the end, he's like, you know, he has all these questions, like, who did it? And where the hell was I? It's like, some, like a random spot. <laughs> where the hell am I? <laughs> he's just walking around aimlessly. There's definitely, like, such a, like, a, like, a, this is the right, like, thing to say, like, fidelity of filmmaking, like, like, they're really good filmmakers, while at the same time being incredibly funny. Yeah, definitely. Like, like you're saying with Ricardo Montalban, it's like intro, like that really cool noir, like, yeah. like the high contrast and everything, the reveal. Um, that, like, the whole scene where he's just flipping around, like, doing the Texas switch, basically, in, in his apartment, <laughs> which is basically, the Texas switch is when you, like, you jump behind something and then, like, the real actor comes out, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just like it was just really well done and it's really cool but also hilarious at the same time yeah backflips all over exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah like they they really do like they they do such a good job of of 
like cop basically copying the the thing they're spoofing and like doing it just the same way they would do it in a serious movie. It's like I said, like the movie takes itself like the movie really believes in itself, but it's hilarious, you know, like everything they do, they're not like, look at this cheap, like whatever, like they're not trying to make it cheap. They're like really doing it as if they're making a serious movie, but it's just full of jokes. And I think that's why it works so well. Yeah, I guess the only thing I can think of like other comedy that really works like this is that's not by uh, these filmmakers is Spy, which which I still like a lot. The Melissa McCarthy movie. Oh, I, I, I never saw that. But I heard it was good. My my parents watched it and really liked it. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. Uh, and Jason Statham is in it too. <laughs> but uh, she has some fight scenes in it. They're actually like really well done. Oh, cool. But it's also really funny at the same time. Yeah. She's using like pots and pans to fight off like <laughs> these guys with guns and stuff. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of good bits in it. Um, so yeah, I'll recommend that too. In the middle of this episode, go watch Spy with Melissa <laughs> McCarthy. It's funny. Joe, is that Sully something or other as the baseball announcer? No, Vince Scully? No, that's not Vince yeah. Scully. They use, uh, who's the main, they use, one of them is Tim McCarver, who is a former Cardinal and does the Cardinals mm. broadcast now. Um, I guess it's not a Dodger game, so that actually makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So it's not, uh, and Scully was also famous for like, he was the only, he would do it, the games by himself. So mm. instead of like that, because that, that and then they were specifically spoofing how like that's how it used to be. Like Scully was doing it for so long that it always used to just be one guy in the booth. And then they mm. add like some some teams will have like three people up there now. And like that's how ESPN does it. And most teams oh. just have two. But I think that's part of what they're spoofing with having eight people in the booth up there because like teams just kept it's like, oh, we're going to have, you know, all the, I think back then it was a bigger deal. Whereas now it seems so normal to have multiple people. But I, I would bet in the 80s is kind of when that transition happens where they were going people like Vince Scully who did it by himself to all these like booths of pe- full of people. Yeah. <clears throat> Archaic <They're>... sports humor. <laughs> yeah, sports. Speaking of sports humor, the green looks kind of ugly. I I wasn't sure if that is that do you think that was like a normal looking green cuz I've been to a few games and I'm like I feel like it looks greener. <laughs> and that might just be the new technology or whatever better greenery or something. Like the grass you mean on the field? Yeah, like it looked very brown. Yeah, because they probably, I would imagine, filmed in the off season. Which mm. nowadays, like they uh, t- take care of the field year round for sure. But maybe back then they didn't. Because um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I imagine the Do- the Dodgers wouldn't let them film at Dodger Stadium during the season because <laughs> they don't want them ruining the field. I see. Wait. Yeah, this is Angel Stadium, right? Well, no. So the the Angels are playing the first couple shots where they're establishing shots of the exterior are Angel Stadium, but then the rest is filmed at Dodger Stadium. Right. <clears throat> I definitely should know this. <laughs> yeah, because even the, even I, the Dodger vision. Off, I'm like, why are the Angels in this? Yeah, the, the, the <laughs> Dodger. Well, they so they actually I read an article that they wanted the Dodgers, but the Dodgers wouldn't let them. They didn't. The Dodgers didn't want to be associated with the movie. I guess. What? <laughs> wow. So they let them use the stadium, but they didn't want the team to be part of it. <laughs> yeah. And then they picked and the, the Angels. Mariners are like, we got nothing to lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they actually got Reggie Jackson to do it. He was on the Angels at the time, which I th- which I think is awesome. Nice. I don't know if because uh, I know uh, I don't know if I know Connor doesn't follow baseball, but the the right fielder at the end of the movie, or mm. at the, not the, but who's actually ends up being the assassin is was a real baseball player who's in the Hall of Fame. So it was cool. You no, know, that's why I assumed. <laughs> yeah. So oh, that was Reggie Jackson. Yeah, that was actually Reggie Jackson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
So the rest of the ball players were just like minor leaguers that they, you know, got to be in the movie, but. Mm. Yeah. But that's or, a, or a dummy that they threw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. It. In the fight, you see the dummy like fly up in the air. Yeah, I love a good dummy throw when it's really obvious. It's great. I I like the bit where they're doing this like memorable sports bloopers, and one yes. of the guys goes up to catch the ball, and his head falls off. <laughs> and then the guy in the booth is like, "How about that?" <laughs> <laughs> and the other one's just like making the most mortified face yeah. in the world. <laughs> so good or when the guy just like a slide and he doesn't get there and then like a tiger mauls him. <laughs> yeah like, oh <laughs> the car is just driving through yeah the car because <laughs> it's the same thing where it just gets more and more ridiculous like it starts off with like the normal ones they show before a game you know like bloopers and it just gets more and more ridiculous <laughs> so so funny oh. um oh yeah i was gonna ask a very specific baseball question joseph of yeah, that scene, Reggie Jackson has a glove underneath his, like, baseball glove. I didn't know that was a thing. Is yeah, that pretty normal? Some players do. Like, you'll wear, your, you'll wear your batting gloves under your glove. I think it uh, – not a lot of people do it much. I don't think people do it much anymore. I don't really know why. I think I think it's because batting gloves are a little bit different than now than they were. Like, back then, they they're a bit more durable, I think, at least mm-hmm. from my experience. Like, when I was a kid, I had batting gloves. And they you could beat them up pretty well because they were mostly just to like protect your hands, but now they make them a little bit thinner so they're more comfortable and you can like with sticky surfaces to grip the bat better. So it's not like when you put it under the glove, it it'll kind of ruin the batting glove. I think that's why people yeah. don't really do it anymore. Mm. But that's yeah, a lot of people would because I don't know either just it's more comfortable or it saves time so you don't have to put your batting gloves on again. But but yeah, that's. That that was, I think, a lot more common back then than it is now. Gotcha. Yeah, because I never seen that before. So yeah, I had to get the baseball questions from you. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll come back to the baseball scene in in full swing. <laughs> we won't hit any dingers, but uh, uh. we already took a dingy. So <laughs> these are all just ham fisted in here. Um, wait, wait, wait! I have one more scene I wanted to bring up before we talk about baseball. Sure. Um, where was it? I'm trying to. Oh, just like the whole. The, uh, the last thing I want to talk about before we talk about the baseball scene is the uh, when Leslie Nelson. Yeah, when he burns down Ricardo Montalban's whole house. <laughs> yeah. And he like breaks the painting, like the blue boy painting and everything. Oh, even just getting into the place. Like I love when he he goes to open the door with it, you know, and break pick the lock with his credit card, and it doesn't work, and he switches to a new credit card and tries that yeah. one, like he's switching keys. You have <laughs> like, express? Yeah. No. <laughs> that one gets me every time. Just getting in the I place. That's good. <laughs> uh. And then, the... and then, like, there's the player piano. Yeah. So this, it's just literally slaps like diegetic slapstick music as yep. he's falling everywhere. Exactly. Like they, I like how they set it up. You know, where he that. he's just he's still snooping. He hits the button to see what it does, and he turns it off, so you know what it does. And then later on, they just he hits it. He backs into the thing. He hits it. And the piano comes back to life. Yeah, and he's dancing around and then juggling all the falling bases while the music's playing in the background. <laughs> I just, I just like when I saw like everything's on fire. I was just like, "This is horrifying." The sprinklers go off. It's just like such a mess. And the bingo card, of course. Right. Oh, yeah. Bingo. Card. <laughs> oh man. 
Yeah, that. Uh, it, yeah, Leslie Nielsen's just so good at that, like physical comedy and doing that kind of thing. And oh man, his faces too. Like that's what always gets me about this movie is like all the different faces he makes. Like it's just so so good. So in funny. the beginning of this movie, I was like the the first few slapstick gags. I was like, like I don't think I'm really a slapstick humor person. Like I don't know what if this is what the movie is. And then of course, this like incredibly slapstick scene comes up. It's one of my favorites in the movie. Yeah, laughing my head off. <laughs> Because he just does it so well. Oh yeah! In the beginning of the base, the whole ba- third act, basically, he steals the clothes of the opera singer, right? Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they fit him perfectly. <laughs> and they all think it's him. Like the whole audience thinks it's him at the end. <laughs> when, he, when he saves the yeah, time. that's it's my favorite. That's one of my yeah. Even though he sung like shit. <laughs> it's Enrico Palazzo. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no. For an 80s movie, I do like the scene where he's, like, trying to steal his clothes, and then, like, the janitor comes in, and, like, oh, yeah. Leslie Nielsen's pants are down, and the other guy's just, like, That's for the, the umpire, table. yeah, when he's do- doing the umpire's clothes, yeah. Yeah, he's, oh, he's getting the umpire's clothes, right, and then, right. uh, and then the janitor comes in, and he's just, like, oops, sorry, fellas, like, yeah. he's just, like, not judgy at all, I'm, like, no, this very is accepting. nice for the 80s. Yeah, I was, I was like, you know, this could have been very, he could have screamed and run out of the room or something yeah, horrible, but he's, like, he's, true. like, He's that's like, all right, true. bye, fellas. Like, you it do your thing. Like, that's yeah, a good point. Yeah, could have been really homophobic. He's like, not the first time I've seen this. It's fine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, what visual puns do you like the most, Joseph? Is it the bat being corked like a wine bottle? <laughs> yes, I love that one. The corked bat. Because um, the the fact that they now sell those things now pretty much exactly with like the hollowed out beer mug baseball. Yeah, bats. they do. <laughs> I know. I, can, I see ads for this all the time on Instagram. <clears throat> yeah, they sell those. Um yeah, I like that. that. Oh, that whole montage is so great. I love, I love the um, the dusting the plate, and he, you know, because they do that with the brush, and then he gets the dustbuster yeah. out, and then like the vacuum, and it's like obsessively cleaning the plate. Um, the semaphore signaling and the and the light, like when they're doing the signs, you know, yeah. it just gets so ridiculous. The scene and... where everyone starts spitting, then the yeah, baseball player's wives start yeah. spitting. I was like, oh god. <laughs> Oh, the tobacco. Oh, did it's you just... say semaphore? Is that like the nautical signaling? That's the flags. Yeah, that's it. That's called some. Mm-hmm. Those are semaphore flags. Oh yeah, like the the big lights or whatever. Yeah, that was great. No, well that those are li- like I forget what they're they're called. Uh, they have a name. It's like somebody's like last name who I guess invented them. I think like like Morse code, but it's like that kind mm-hmm. of light. But the semaphores are like the big flags. Like they're red and white, and they you, oh, you okay. wave them around like up and down. And <laughs> I like any kind of like. Uh, umpire or uh, catcher or signaling gag in a baseball movie. Yeah, baseball exactly. Comedy. Yeah, because it's just so over the top. Yeah, <laughs> it's always so funny. And then, the, and then, just when he, with all the umpires and like the whole rundown at the end, and he and he throws all the balls in the air. And the catcher, like I love the because I also I love the catch. I love everybody's reaction to him. Like it's the same thing. We're like they're still taking this very seriously. Like they are, they are playing this game and trying to win. And this guy is being absurd. So it's like when he, when the, they're trying to get the final out, and the catcher is going to catch that easy pop fly, and he throws all the other balls in the air, and the catcher's like, "What?" And then he like grab, and then the runners come at home, and he grabs them all, but he leaves one behind. So then he tags the guy, and the so he's just like safe, and he's just like the catcher's reaction. He's like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, I have three balls in my glove. You gotta be kidding." And then you know, they, but the play continues, and he has to throw it to first, and they get caught in the rundown. Oh, I like, man. like the guy's like, and the umps seem to be throwing the ball back and forth now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah. greatest pickle of all time. 
really so. get especially a kick out of that because I feel like Joseph, whenever I play like MLB the Show or whatever with you, I just, I just try to get you into a pickle and it never works out well. I just like I just like to do the pickle. Even yeah, it just like, doesn't always help. Yeah, that's so funny. And, and I love how one of the umpires is Joe West when he was young. Because he's like, I mean, I, like, just for baseball fans, like, he's this umpire that's been around, I mean, since the movie came out, like, it's been around that long. And he's just like, this, like, nobody, I mean, he's very, uh, a lot of people think he's a terrible ump, and a lot of people don't like him, and it's just really funny, like, seeing him in the movie, and it's like, oh, that's Joe West. <laughs> because, like, they, they're all yelling at him, like, they're all yelling at Leslie Nielsen for being a bad umpire, but it's like, Joe West is the one that people are usually yelling at for being a bad umpire. <laughs> <laughs> a little inside uh, baseball right there yeah yeah <laughs> and then when the ump start you know the other ump start arguing with him like and he does the whole earl weaver thing where he's kicking the uh foul line like, <laughs> like that was, there's a manager who would always argue with umpires and that was like what he did he'd kick the foul uh, line and make the umps mad <laughs> right just so many little people. like things that are so baseball like you can tell you can tell the directors like ha- must be like huge baseball fans with like all the stuff that they like threw in like that yeah, there's even the joke in the beginning, which is basically a callback because the whole third act um, ends up, I mean, not not a direct callback, but she's asking, Priscilla Presley's asking, it's like, oh, do you ever like worry that that big gun won't fire? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, I just start thinking about baseball. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. thinking about baseball. And aren't you aren't you scared that it, that it will go off by accident? Yeah, go off accidentally. Yeah. yeah. I just think about baseball. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and which I think is because it shows that I think it, it, it is kind of a callback because I think it shows that he doesn't well, he probably doesn't watch baseball, you know, like he probably doesn't find it exciting. So like the mm-hmm. fact that he is pretty much clueless on how to umpire a game, like, yeah, it actually makes sense. And like when he, like the first time he gets behind the plate and the first batter and also the names, I love the, the pitcher's name is Dave Spiewak. <laughs> like that's just such a baseball name. <laughs> like that, that sounds like a, that sounds like a baseball pitcher, Dave Spiewak. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <it does. laughs> he and then he throws the ball and he's like takes like a minute to call strike because he doesn't realize he's supposed to, and then the crowd <laughs> like, cheers and then he's like, oh, they cheer when I call a strike. So he just keep and like by the third pitch strikes. he calls it before the ball even crosses the plate. Like the ball hasn't even crossed the plate yet. He's like strike three. Like the crowd goes nuts and the batter's like what? Like he didn't even cross the plate. Even the coach is like, uh, you think you want to do something there? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, uh, what? Like, what? Um, uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. play ball. All right, play <laughs> ball. <laughs> and the queen throws, like, a perfect cork. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good, too. It's like, barely flicks her wrist and is like, whoop! <laughs> the perfect run to the guy's glove. And uh, when he goes out to the pitcher during the montage and he has, like, the sandpaper under his hat and the, <laughs> the Vaseline, because I was like, pitchers used to do that to, like, doctor the ball to give it more spin or, like, make it oh. harder to hit. And it was illegal. So, like, that's why, like, the guy's face, he's like, oh, no, he found all this stuff. I'm going to get ejected. But, like, oh. Leslie Nielsen's just looking for a gun. So he's like, okay, you're good. <laughs> and the guy's like, what? <laughs> like that. <laughs> and, like, the cork, too. Like, he pulls the cork out, but he... And he doesn't realize that's bad because he clearly, you know, doesn't watch baseball most likely. So he just puts it back and the catcher's like, wait, what? <laughs> but he's just looking for a gun. It's so it's, it's like that where he's he's inadvertently finding all these things even that he's not looking for. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. Yeah, the uh, the gun underneath second base is really funny to me. Too. Yeah. It's like, how did, you, how did you fit that underneath that? It's just so silly. Yeah. Like those little hole. <laughs> yeah, they like dug it a little bit, but. 
Yeah, it's so funny. Because then that whole fight, and like you said, like with the the dummy that goes flying, and like I love like Reggie Jackson does a fantastic job. Like I was I was pretty impressed yeah. like with the when I first time I saw this movie because the way he just really robotically like walks, and especially when he's crawling out of the of the pile, like he's so ro- <laughs> like it's very like robotic and like determined like you know it's like he like crawls out like one arm at a time stands up and like keeps doing his thing i was like this is like he's really good <laughs> yeah um yeah which is great for a baseball player because i don't know if that's just a dodgers thing joseph or they do that at, like cardinals games too but i mean i know you've been to a bunch of dodgers games too but just like when they have the awkward like interviews with baseball players oh yeah like, oh let's play a game which hat is the ball under and they're just like yeah like, they're just wood <laughs> as hell like they're like worse than anakin I, like, know. Oh, I think it's uh I know number that. three that's Connery's favorite part of the games. Yeah. <laughs> when they're just... forced to play these stupid games, <laughs> these players who couldn't give a shit. They're just yeah. like, it's in I your contract. Know, like, yeah, it's like, I don't know, number three. They're yeah. like, oh, that's wrong. <laughs> and they just stare at the camera like dead eyed. It's like, whatever, I'm leaving now. Yeah, they're yeah. even like, it's time for Dodger baseball. It's like, come <laughs> on. So when you say robotic, I'm like, I, I think they they're, they're all pretty good at that. Well, that's true, but I, you know, it's just it's just great. Like he, but he like the physicality of being robotic, like more so mm. than his his voice, because he doesn't even really. I mean, he says, "Yeah, I must kill the queen robotically," but, but like he's supposed to speak robotically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they they knew his wheelhouse. They cast him mm, well. Yeah, <laughs> they did. But Reggie Jackson had a personality, though. He was he was a you yeah. Know, he was he wasn't he wasn't one of those robotic players. He he was pretty pretty charismatic. So. That's good. Yeah. I'd love to see one of the Dodger players or Angel players or whatever, just some baseball player playing the games, just being really psyched about it, because that'd also be equally fun to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's his name on the Dodgers? Is it Kike? Oh, yeah. Kike is definitely very, like, yeah. He's very energetic, <laughs> and he's very, like, fun, fun-loving. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Kike would, he, he has fun with those games when they do them. I was watching uh, the game where there was a drone flying overhead, so they had to call all the all the players back in for a bit, and he was like narrating. Yeah, that was that was that a Dodger game? Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember. I remember watching that game, and it, yeah, it was like it was like a thirty minute delay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the? Heck? But right before that, he was there just asking him all these questions and stuff, and he's just making all these jokes. That's so funny. Acting like very uninterested in the game or something. Yeah, like, right. he used to wear the, <laughs> he used he to wear the banana suit in the dugout and was a rally banana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like Kike. I don't like the Dodgers, but I like some of the players. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, what's left? I I like that the bad guy pulls out an Uzi. I think the most in- yeah. impractical like gun <laughs> yeah. to pull just have pulled out. <laughs> It's the most like Coke dealer gun. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, exactly. It just seems cheap. Or drug to lord, me. rather. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like you can have like a really cool looking pistol, but like he pulls out an Uzi, yeah. you just kind of immediately know what his deal is. Yeah. And it's yeah. like where did he where was he keeping that this whole time? <laughs> like <laughs> it's such a big bulky gun. Yeah, it's exactly. It's so fun. Yeah. But I love how they do that. Like there's a lot of times where like there's a thing where you're like, where did that come from? Or like where did, or like even like uh they'll just like walk into the room from like some unexplained place or like you know that kind of like when he's on the docks and he 
talking to the guy and he comes from like the direction of the water and like goes to talk to the guy and it's like what but they just like you know do that you missed the, the big army missile truck yeah exactly it's like why, why was that why is that there <laughs> but it's so good and then like um, a- again with the dummy where after he pulls out the uzi and he's carrying priscilla presley up the stairs and they replace her with the dummy just like throwing her around like into the seats and it's just you can tell it's just like a dummy and they're the wig is like flying everywhere. <laughs> I love a good dummy throw. Yeah, exactly. It's great. Um, this movie basically ends with well, like the the plot being thwarted by I don't a very large woman falling. On I mean not very large. It's just like it acts like it's like yeah like, yeah like she's a ten ton weight or something. It gets cartoonly dropped on somebody. Yeah, just like a lady falls from the balcony onto the assassin onto, onto Reggie, Reggie Jackson. Jackson I guess, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I'm like, oh, I don't know how hilarious this is supposed to be, but I'm like, all right, that's fine, I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's... And then when the bad guy dies, and he's like, he falls off the thing. Leslie <laughs> just tries to dart him, and then like he just the was like, "You killed him." He goes, "No, he's only stunned." That he stumbles then... like off like the side <laughs> of the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> and then what's happens like he gets run over by a car, and then he gets steamrolled. Yeah. By... yeah. And then he gets marched on by the marching band. The, the pl- marching chief of band. police, <laughs> yeah. and the chief of police just starts crying, and he's like, "Why are you crying?" He's like, "You just hate to see it happen." The same thing happened to my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. So I guess Austin Powers took a couple things from this movie with the steamroller too. Yeah. Yeah. But and that whole speech he gives when, well, I guess that's right after, right? And then the the remote, the marching band steps on the remote, and Priscilla Presley then has is like trying to kill Frank, and he gives that whole speech. Mm-hmm. Like, I love, like, it's the same thing, that earnestness of his speech, but, like, this, mm. he's keeping back to those, like, detective, like, metaphors, like, the whole, like, you know, maybe it doesn't amount to a hill of beans, but this is our hill, and these are our beans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just me up. And, and he's like, he's like, ever since I've been with you, I've seen things I've never noticed before, like sunshine, the dew on the leaves, stoplights. But it's like so quick that if you're not paying attention, like you'll miss it. But it's just hilarious. Like, <laughs> I know. I like. I wanted to wait until we were alone to give you this, and then it's just like on the big screen with yeah. the entire audience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I think. Oh, so good. The last thing I want to bring up is that the person that says it's Enrico Palazzo yeah. in the in the audience <laughs> is the guy who plays Francis in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And I just immediately recognize, I'm like, what's Francis doing here? Because I think Francis is so funny in Pee-Wee's Big Adventure because he just has a giant, like, bathtub and he, like, is another weird adult man-child in Pee-Wee's Big Adventure. That's, like, his nemesis. It's funny because, like, that same article I was reading about the baseball scene was supposed to be an hour. They interviewed him and he was like, yeah, that's literally, he's like, of all the movies I've been in, when people see me on the street, they they yell, it's Enrico Palazzo. Like, that's the thing that people remember (laughs) me for. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I was like, that's pretty crazy. Like, but it is, it's just because it's such a good payoff. Like, that's, that's like the scene, this movie does that really well, where they set something, the setups and payoffs. Like, that was at the beginning of the game, he's Enrico Palazzo. And then you cut to him taking the mask off and like, you know, his boss is like, oh, it's Frank. And like, you know, his and and the mayor is like, oh, it's Frank. But then the random fan is like, it's Enrico Palazzo. And like the whole stadium starts cheering. Like, it's just so good. Oh, and yeah, like the thing on the Jumbotron brings everyone together, including a dog and a mailman. Yeah, the dog and a mailman. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Um, (sighs) 
Oh yeah, I feel like we we covered all this movie. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, the, and the ending uh, is OJ comes uh, back. <laughs> and right. He ends up flying off the balcony. <laughs> and oh, he yeah. slips. But I I actually that article was also saying that they they ended up with that ending because it just works. Like it's it is a pretty good ending. But they were mm-hmm. so in the show that they base this off of, I which I thought was hilarious. They used to at the end credits they would do like a, you know how those kind of cop shows would do like a freeze frame at the end, right? And then the credits mm-hmm, would roll over mm-hmm. the freeze frame. So they would have the actors do like a fake freeze frame, but then like one person would be unfrozen or like one thing would be happening. Like there's <laughs> there's one where like there's, oh, yeah God. they'll do like a one liner and like a snappy one liner and then the music cues the sting hits it's like banana you know it starts like banana. And then, like, one of them, it's like he's pouring coffee for the other guy. And so he just keeps pouring the coffee and pouring the coffee and pouring the coffee. And it's like <laughs> spilling out all over the cup and over his hands, but they're frozen still. Like, it's just, oh man. So they were going to, yeah. <laughs> that is so good. I need to watch the show now. It's so funny. And they were, they were going to do that to uh, end the movie, too. But I th- they said that in the article, like, they realized, like, ah, it was just, like, good the way it ended. Like, they thought that the OJ thing was, like, the best way to end it. And, like, just mm. end it there. But I was yeah, like, I don't know. Stinger. Everyone yeah. deserves a friend like you, Frank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I think the stinger works well in the TV because it's like you come back from commercial, you get that tag, and it's the stinger, right? But, like, in a movie, mm. I, it does kind of, like, it, it, it's kind of better to just end it where they did as opposed to, like, yeah. now setting up a new scene that's only two minutes long, you know, even if it's funny. Mm. And then even... Uh, even in the credits, I love how they and they do this kind of similar things in airplane, just the goofy credits and like a lot of people are just credited mm-hmm. by their lines, <laughs> you know, it's like in quotes <laughs> of their line and the actor that played it. Like that's always really funny. Yeah, you you killed that. You killed him is one of the lines yeah. that's, that's mentioned as like a part. Yeah. I do have a game for us to play, and I think it's oddly appropriate now from the beginning of our show, tying it all nicely together. Tyler's growing a mustache and says he feels more manly than ever. <laughs> and there's a part in this movie where Leslie's talking, Leslie and I think Ed, yeah, Ed are talking about the manly ways you should die. And so per the logic of this movie, getting caught between two cogs and crushed to death being exploded on a jet ski what is the manly way you guys would like to die <laughs> oh yeah the movie. <laughs> yeah uh i love those ones what does he say he says like uh like getting caught in the gears of a combine that's a way to die <laughs> having your balls <laughs> by a yeah, labrador like that's a way to die these truly like, horrific deaths yeah. jumping out of a plane your parachute not opening that's a way to die <laughs> that's a way to die <laughs> Um. Oh man. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you start, Connery. It's yeah. You start. Okay, I'll, I'll start. I'll start. I actually. I feel like I thought of the game that I didn't think about my answer <laughs> as per usual. But I'll say I. Um, the way my manly death is, I'm slowly compressed in one of those like airtight things, or you know, like like those YouTube videos, where like they compress something with one of those oh, big machines that press? just crushes you. The hydraulic press. A hydraulic press. Yeah. Getting Oof. crushed in a hydraulic press. Hydro- crush and hydraulic press. Crush and hydraulic press. That's a way to die. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. Maybe we can do a few rounds even if we mm-hmm. if we're feeling snappy enough. Doesn't seem like it right now though. <laughs> I want to be hacked apart by a a a, a, a troop of lumberjacks. <laughs> That's a way, <laughs> That's to, a way die. to die. <laughs> Incredibly manly. <laughs> I want to get diced up by a fan boat. That's a way to die. <laughs> uh how about on, how about uh having 
being uh, on the field during a rampaging dinger hitting gorilla massacre. <laughs> That's a way to die. Another inside reference. I want to be incredibly stubborn and never go to the doctor. <laughs> That's a way to die. <laughs> I want to water ski without water skis and shatter both my legs. That's the way to die. <laughs> <sighs> All right. I feel like we've... Ex- Maybe, Tyler, you got more? Uh, not really. Okay. I think we exhausted this then. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, that's that. <laughs> End of game. End of I want to watch... Uh... I want to watch a marathon of Charles Bronson movies while devouring nothing but straight bourbon. <laughs> that's the way to die. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> All right, good times. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Well, we covered this movie like so thoroughly that if you haven't seen it, uh, you know everything, all the jokes. But I think it's definitely worth still seeing because yeah. we don't have the uh, visual comedic performative abilities of Leslie Nielsen. Exactly. So and true. I mean, I've, I've seen this movie so much and I still laugh every time. Like, you know, <laughs> it's, like, it's just so, so funny. It's a well-made movie too. It, yeah, it looks it, it looks good. It does. There's good explosions that you can't yeah, see on a podcast. Explosions. That's right. So <laughs> you can only imagine them, and they don't look nearly as cool as on the TV. <laughs> That's right. The TV. <laughs> the TV. Horror movie theaters now. Um. Oh. Well, I forgot to mention that I find it highly ironic that Randy Newman's "I Love L.A." is playing at an Angels game. At Dodger Stadium, mm, yeah. Actually, I love though, Orange County. The Angels did. <laughs> the Angels did play at Dodger Stadium for a while. Not in the eighties, but uh, I think it was like when they first moved. When they were first, uh, like a team. They, the Angels. They used to be in the Pacific Coast League, and when they first became an MLB team, I believe they played in Dodger Stadium for a little bit. So technically, they were in LA before they were in Anaheim. Oh, interesting. You're right. And I guess the Rams played at Angel Stadium. The like Rams the did play at Angel Stadium, yeah. In the 90s. Fun stuff. Well, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> the end! <laughs> Joseph, thanks How- so much for joining us and recommending this franchise. It's been fun so far. You're welcome. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. It's good to be back. <laughs> it's always good to be back. Back. To the Got future. In- yeah! yeah. I'll probably see you guys again on this podcast for either Major League or Mr. Go. Oh, absolutely. And only those? We can only have you on for those? <laughs> or The Godfather, I said, was the other one I wanted. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, right. My Italian Maybe heritage. We'll Maybe we'll do like an actually much beloved franchise one of these days. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Everybody loves Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Touche. <laughs> Um, that would actually be a good idea because the Godfather Coda just came out, which is like a recut oh. of Godfather. Oh, Street. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we could do that in uh, March since maybe this is going to eat our February. Absolutely. Yay. <laughs> um, thanks again, Joseph. Do you have anything to plug while you're here? Uh, I'll beat Connor to it and plug our podcast, yeah. <laughs> Starship Impala. We got uh, one and a half seasons up. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, we can't really play because of the pandemic. So. Uh, well, hopefully once this is all over we can get back to it though i also yeah, have another plug that is uh game related because i know Ooh. you guys so well it's a game i got Ooh. i think i texted tyler a picture of it i bought it i ordered it off of a kickstarter 
pre-quarantine and then it came during quarantine and I was really bummed because I'm like, oh, now I can't play it. But <laughs> I'd play it with my family over the holidays. It's called Puns of Anarchy. And it's oh, yeah, basically, you it's basically <laughs> like the similar concept to Cards Against Humanity where everybody has like cards and then there's one on the table and then you have to, so you, but you have a dry erase marker and the cards are all dry erase. So you change your card to say a pun based off of the category and then, you know, the judge picks the best puns, but it's, I like, I can't wait to play it with you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, it does sound fun. Yeah, it'll be great. We'll play it while watching Mr. Go, yeah, which so is not even an annual uh, festivity. It's anytime we see you, it must be honest. <laughs> I can't. As mandated. I can't wait to play that pun game because I can only imagine myself slamming my fist on the table and saying, it's funny. Why aren't you laughing? <laughs> and then we'll go, you mean it's punny? Yeah. And I'll shriek and then run out of the room. <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, Joseph, did you want to plug The Legend of Kenny Hobbs in which Connery has a cameo? Sure. Oh, I, can, yeah. I can plug it. It's still up on YouTube, I believe. Uh, yeah. No, because it got taken down because I have Booker T and the MGs in it. So I guess I could plug uh, it, but I don't think anyone can watch it. Um, unless you, got, unless the, you guys put like a... the scene with Connery. Yeah, I'll, I'll do... I'll send you guys the audio of Connery as the ump. Or maybe the... <laughs> the I think it has a private link on YouTube, which maybe I could send you guys and you can put it somewhere Ooh. if people want to watch it. Yeah. But yeah, it, sure. I, like I said in this podcast, I love baseball. So my um senior film in college was about a baseball player and that was really fun i got to film at uh our college's baseball field and it was basically just all about baseball connery played an umpire tyler was my mm -hmm. great first ad and uh it came there's out that I, great really picture of, of the two of you that that everyone loves a lot yes yeah there's that one of us at blair field and uh is it us too or was was chad in that photo too I there's a couple there's one with chad uh also yeah. and then there's one i think it was just the two of us at blair field um yeah i like the one with you too because like you're both like obviously talking and laughing at a joke one of you said yeah <laughs> probably, probably a pun, a pun. probably a probably. pun <laughs> and if chad was in it he'd be rolling his eyes at the pun <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to have both of you on at some point to talk about i guess a baseball movie or something yeah maybe we could do major league or something together yeah mm. well connery Thank what you. about you what do you have to plug uh, Joe took take like always. He takes everything away from me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Star Starship Paul is my my only real plug. Uh, got nothing else. Joe, I think we're thinking about doing some other new project with a uh, D and D stuff. We need to get back to that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, but yeah, yeah. That that would be fun. Mm, until uh, until that rolls out. Because <laughs> actually, yeah, I don't your... know. I actually just thought of that though. What about because Talia's gone? So. I don't know. If, I know. Well, yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna have to start over. I mean, we're gonna have to maybe assemble even a new team, a bigger, bolder team. Yeah. Does it include me? It does. You're on the list. Whoa! Oh, I hope it's a good list, not a hit list. <laughs> <laughs> don't send a brainwashed old lady to come shoot the, me and then herself. Depends. depends but on you'll how be so delighted. It depends on how vindictive <laughs> the GM true. is, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I guess that's the only thing I want to plug. Watch, watch Starship and Paula. Joe's season is particularly good because he painstakingly puts sound effects in like every moment. Something I do not have the patience very for. Very painstakingly. <laughs> yeah, very painstakingly. Yeah, the audio cues are always really good in like the mm -hmm. background music yeah. and the humming and stuff. Uh, yeah, I've been reading this. Uh, well, listening to the audiobook of this thing called it's a Star Wars anthology called From a Certain Point of View, and there's a bunch of like mm. audio, like always background audio in it. Oh, that's cool. And oh, that's that cool. Just reminds me of Starship Impala, and Starship yeah. Impala sounds just as good as this official Ooh. 
audiobook. Well, so thank check you. it out if you like great special effects. Holla, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, check out Starship Impala. You can read that Star Wars book if you want to, but <laughs> I'm not at liberty to plug anything Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, and follow me on Instagram at T-W-A-Y-N-E-D. That's Twained. Uh, I'm posting photos of shoots that I've done in the past. Uh, and they're just projects that are slowly coming out. And follow us at Franchise Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And email us at thefranchisepodcast at gmail.com if you want to have any questions, comments, have a franchise to recommend, anything you want to hear. We'll probably do it on air because why not? Hell Yeah. Uh, thank you to Grayson Hansen for our artwork and Nick Viverka for our music. And join us next week for The Naked Gun 2.5, The Smell of Fear. Ooh, stinky. I was going to say, is this another instance of us like slowly fading out as yeah. Joe just hums the theme song into our yeah. theme? Keep going, Joseph. <laughs> 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 <laughs>